Hey, everybody. Welcome to Detox Podcast. Uh, My name is Denise Walker. I am your host. And this is episode number 12. It's called Just for a Moment. It's a really tiny poem, uh, but I'm excited to share it with you. And uh, happy Canadian Thanksgiving, everyone, uh, if you're in Canada. Um, Usually my birthday falls on Thanksgiving. However, my birthday is on the 11th, so it's not till Thursday. I kind of got gypped on that one this year. Thanks, calendar. Uh, uh, Typically, my birthday is filled with just lots of, you know, family and gratefulness. And I would like anyone, especially, especially anybody who's not in Canada, because if you're in Canada, you've probably spent the whole weekend thinking about what you're thankful for. Um, Americans, you won't have this for another month or so. Um, so perhaps if you're just having a really shitty day, maybe just take a moment and find one thing that you're grateful for and just focus on that for the rest of the day. I know that always helps me, uh, shifts the perspective a little bit, you know, if you're just having that kind of like nightmare brain, (laughs) I've been having a lot of that recently, actually started going to therapy a few weeks ago and it's been really, really helpful, um, and expensive. So <laughs> it's kind of going to have to be a toss up between the until the end of the year anyway, like on need based kind of therapy, not a, a consistent thing. Uh, but it's really helped to reframe, uh, reframe some perspectives I had that were keeping me stuck. Uh, so if anybody is thinking about going to therapy, thinking about it for a long time, I really would suggest it. And I know it can be scary, and I know that your therapist might not be the first match right off the bat, uh, but one will. And you can therapist shop all you want. I keep having life-changing moments in therapy. It's like we talk for an hour, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, I could just be having this conversation with a friend. And then, like, a truth bomb comes, and it's like, oh, oh, my God. How did I not see that before? Oh my god, I have just been freed of all of my mental bondage. Has anybody else had a, a thing like that? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, it's amazing. Um, but sorry, that's a little bit off track, I guess. Uh, episode 12, just for a moment. If anybody is not in the U.S., and not in Canada, and you're listening from somewhere else, I would love to know about that because that would just blow my mind and make me feel really special. Uh, so give me a little shout out on Instagram or something. Let me know if you're listening from somewhere outside of this continent. <clears throat> okay, a uh, few announcements again. Uh, Whisper and Roar workshop takes place on November 11th. Sorry, I keep saying that. It's November 10th. November 10. It's on Saturday in Seattle at the Bohemian Studios. It's me and Teg Diankar. I just recently had a a dream about it and came up with a really cool idea. So I hope we'll see you there. Uh, Tickets are available on Eventbrite. Um, On October 25th, Thursday, I'll be on Talk Recovery, a radio show based out of Vancouver. Uh, You can listen on the internet if you're not in Vancouver. Um, I'll put some details on my Facebook page, Denise Walker Author, and on my Instagram, Denise JWA, uh, for you to listen in on that if you want. Um, Yeah, 
As always, if you're interested in a copy of Pick Your Poison, uh, you can buy it, the paperback on Amazon. I previously hadn't published an ebook, but I'm working on that right now. So soon it's going to be available for pre-order. And you'll be able to have it on your phone, on your tablet, you know, electronic words right there for you. Uh, well, yeah, here, let's, uh, let's jump in. Episode 12. Just for a moment. It's just two lines. So just for a moment, I forgot you existed. It's a mini poem with maximum meaning. Two tiny lines that explain the biggest thing. Hope. This poem describes the sliver of bliss when I forgot that alcohol even existed. Can you imagine that? An addict like me, who spent pretty much every day, every moment, thinking about alcohol, and then I didn't. Can you imagine you? If you are, if you suffer from alcohol, uh, oh my god, I can't even say that. Substance abuse disorder. It really doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? I, I fucking hate the word alcoholic. I wish there was a better way to just sum it up in that easy word as my sister pointed out you can't even say sad because that's like seasonal affective disorder so I don't know and sad is a really sad word to describe it when it's actually the best thing that's ever happened to me so I don't know addiction if you have an addiction and you know what that's like and can you imagine one day just for a moment forgetting it existed what a moment of bliss what a moment of bliss for the loved one in your life that is suffering from this. That's all we can hope for, right? It's this pure, wonderful moment where I forgot I had an addiction. Sometimes it came upon waking. Sometimes it came in the middle of the day, just when I was doing chores or wandering around the house or at work. But it was this perfect moment. And it was a glorious look into the future, right? Like suddenly my mind wasn't 365, 24 hours a day, alcohol radio blaring. There were moments of silence, moments where I could think for myself without influence, moments where I felt like my opinions were real and powerful and all mine. For probably at least the first month of sobriety, these moments didn't exist, ever. Craving came every single day. I was hyper aware of my non-drinking and everyone else's yes drinking. There was no end in sight. I remember asking a friend if this horrible feeling, if this constant battle would ever end, and he had no idea, and neither did I, until it just happened. Just for a moment, I forgot you existed. But then constantly looking back to ask myself it was if it was really that hard. Like, I remember the moment would come, and then the moment would leave, and I would remember all the hardship and it would be borderline unbearable and I'm constantly looking back to ask myself if it was really that hard if it was really that bad now I'm forgetting much more frequently but but for weeks months at a time I forget how hard until just for a moment I'm reminded it was that hard it was terribly fucking hard I know in my soul that if it was any harder I would not have succeeded in stopping drinking I would not have stayed sober. And the one thing that I know is true 
is that the universe never gives us more than we can handle. My birthday is on Thursday, as I said. Uh, Last year was so hard around this time. The first time through a year sober is always the hardest. You go through all the firsts, first Christmas, first summer, first Mother's Day brunch. Last year was my first sober birthday. Typically, it would be a ridiculous spectacle of booze and festivities surrounding booze, you know, booze, 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 but not this time. This time, I had to rewrite the memories, rewrite all the neural pathways. See, when alcohol, now categorized as a need, is found in abundance somewhere, the chemical glutamine is released to create a memory link in your brain. It links birthday parties with drinking, and that is why it is so difficult to attend a birthday party sober, and why you enter craving immediately. It's how a trigger works. The only way to dissolve the memory link is to create a new alcohol-free memory. This is hard, but it is doable, and it is vital to the success of sobriety. So this first party, this first birthday party was brutal. I kept bursting into tears the entire day, and all my friends I had invited over ended up canceling, which is a total major universe lesson for me. Um, I have such a hooked belief that, or maybe I should say that I had a hooked belief that my happiness was linked to how many people showed up at my parties. And again and again, people would cancel. Every time I planned something, my perfect idea of it would crumble and never come to fruition. And I know it wasn't because they didn't want to support me or celebrate with me. It was because of outside forces, their own lives, illnesses, etc., etc., etc. It has taught me to let go of needing things to be a certain way. It has taught me to just let go. Just let go and let people who are supposed to be there, be there. That doesn't mean that the people who care will be there and the people who love you the most will be there. It means the universe is interfering with your guest list to make things happen in a specific way. And so I needed to learn that. So that lesson was given to me time and time again. Things happen. The pieces fall exactly as they're supposed to. You'll be given the same lesson over and over and over until you learn it. Does that ring true for you? Do you have something in your life that just keeps happening and you're crying out, why? Why does this keep happening? Why do I fall for the same kind of person over and over? Why? Look deep. It isn't a character flaw. You aren't deficient. You are not broken. You're human and you're learning. So let it happen and learn the lesson or it's going to keep on happening, my friend. And when you put in the work, your brain will change and eventually you'll feel that blissful moment of hope when your mental conditioning shifts and you are closer to your true self. It's real. It works. And in the essence of hope, I hadn't planned on talking about this story, but it just happened to me very recently um, on Tuesday. Um, I've joined a concert band which is so awesome. Um, I haven't played trumpet in like 10 years, like since just like the right, the year right after high school. Um, I was in a concert band after high school, but it didn't pan out. I got into, uh, into EMT school, so I had to do that instead. But um, it's been so soul nurturing, except for the fact that it's called the Beer League Concert Band. And that's not really my favorite thing. Um, There's lots of joking about drinking. They go for drinks after practice. And it's just not like, it's not a safe place for me in that, that essence. So I try to just like rise above it, but I don't really understand why music, like one of the purest forms of 
uh, soul feeding, soul nurturing, beautiful connection between people has to be obliterated by a, a chemical substance. But um, that's neither here nor there, I guess. Um, but two of the members in my trumpet section, um, let's call them woman A and woman B, I was sitting right between them. And trumpet, or trumpet player A beside me we were talking about uh, donating blood and she said, Oh, I wish I could donate more blood, but I can't. And uh, woman trumpet player B said, Oh, why is that too much vodka running through your veins? And that's the most normal sentence that people say. They say things like that all the time, right? Like you notice that you do it. Maybe, I don't know, but it's like this, like bonding, this weird, like we have to bring alcohol into the conversation comment. And that kind of comment hooks me. Like, I essentially kind of, like, black out when those comments are made. And I get this weird tunnel vision, and I'm trying to just be like, just let it go, Denise. Let it go. Like, it was just someone saying something. Like, don't, like, you're missing the rest of the conversation now because you're so focused on this little comment. But the next thing that happened was that trumpet player A said, hey, Denise, did that comment make you uncomfortable? And I got to actually react as a human being to another human being instead of this whirlwind spiral inside my head about this weird comment that I'm so hooked on. She made it real. She brought it into the present and and included me and really cared about if I was uncomfortable by that comment or not. And I told her that, you know what, you guys can just be you. You can say whatever you would like. I'm trying really hard, actually, not to let these things bother me. Um, but I'm not sure if that's the right answer. I'm still working on that. I don't know. Like, I honestly wish we lived in a world where alcohol just didn't exist. Like, not not even prohibition, because, you know, as soon as you take something and make it forbidden, then it makes people want it even more. Like, hi, like, actual prohibition. Like, you guys have seen movies about that, right? Um, it's chaos. I just wish that it, like, didn't even... Just suddenly one day it was just gone. I don't know, but can't wish for things to be easy, right? How how else would we grow? How else would we revel in these moments where just for a moment I forgot you existed? <laughs>